A reading from 2 Samuel. Now when the king was settled in his house and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him, the king said to the prophet Nathan, See now, I am living in a house of cedar, but the ark of God stays in a tent. Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. But that same night the word of the Lord came to Nathan, Go and tell my servant David, Thus says the Lord, Are you the one to build me a house to live in? I have not lived in a house since the day I brought up the people of Israel from Egypt to this day, but I have been moving about in a tent and a tabernacle. Wherever I have moved about among all the people of Israel, did I ever speak a word with any of the tribal leaders of Israel whom I commanded to shepherd my people Israel, saying, Why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now, therefore, thus you shall say to my servant David, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the pasture, from following the sheep, to be prince over my people Israel. And I have been with you wherever you went, and have cut off all your enemies from before you. And I will make you a great name, like the name of the great ones of the earth. And I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, so that they may live in their own place, and be disturbed no more, and evildoers shall afflict them no more, as formerly, from the time that I appointed judges over my people Israel. And I will give you rest from all your enemies. Moreover, the Lord declares to you that the Lord will make you a house. Your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Your throne shall be established forever. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Wish lists and grocery lists, checking off chores, do you know where the, you stashed the gifts that you bought? Is the angel on the tree? Is the bathroom clean? Even a favorite carol has St. Nicholas checking his list twice. The days leading up to Christmas can be filled with busyness. Some sacred, some festive, and some more mundane. And it's in the midst of this busyness on this fourth Sunday of Advent that we meet Nathan and David in today's reading from 2 Samuel. Chapter 7 begins saying that the Lord has given David rest from his enemies. And it sounds like David is about as good at resting and finding stillness as many of us today. Instead of taking time for prayer to wait to hear what God might say or to stay in stillness where he might experience God's presence with him, David's wheels start turning. He starts thinking. And instead of enjoying respite from strife in his family and court and kingdom, 
he decides he will build a house for the Lord, a temple, a permanent dwelling place to replace the tent that had housed the ark of God since the Israelites had fled Egypt. And the prophet Nathan, whom we meet here for the first time, encourages him and says, go for it. The Lord is with you. But then we hear that same night, the word of the Lord came to Nathan. And the Lord tells Nathan to tell David that building a temple is not his work to do. It's not that it's a bad idea. It's good. It's important work. But it will be done by somebody else. It can be a lot of fun to think up big ideas. In seminary, we called them big, hairy, audacious goals, or BHAGs. And it can be a lot of fun to jump in with both feet. During this pandemic, as colleagues have shared resources and ideas for forming faith digitally and leading worship creatively, it's been tempting to think about virtual choirs and Christmas pageants and drive-through nativities and Advent worship-at-home boxes. It has felt sometimes like it was especially important to make Christmas even more memorable or special because of all the loss and upheaval that we have experienced this year. And I have had to catch myself. And remember that as your pastor, I cannot bring you Christmas. As Dr. Seuss's Gretsch, who stole Christmas, learned, Christmas will come without ribbons or bows, packages, boxes, or bags. It will come because God so loves the world and sends us Jesus, the infant son of God from the house of David who is born under a star. In this story in 2 Samuel, David teaches us two important lessons. The first lesson is that God actually creates moments of rest and respite for us if we will only take them. Psalm 37 says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently. Do not fret. And Psalm 46 says, Be still and know that I am God. God creates these spaces for our good. But we've conditioned ourselves to think we are being lazy if we take time to sit in stillness. Our lectionary reading ends before we hear how David responds to Nathan. But if you keep reading in 2 Samuel, you'll see that he doesn't get angry or argue with the prophet. He doesn't become indignant. Instead, he responds by sitting before the Lord and entering into prayer, declaring who he knows God to be and proclaiming God's greatness. The second lesson we learn from David is that the work to honor God 
to set apart places and times for what is sacred and holy is not our work alone. When I've got big ideas or long and varied lists or find myself trying to move mountains to make something happen, it's a good idea to check in with God to see whether my ideas reflect what God wants or reveal, in fact, that the work is better suited to another person or time or place. It doesn't mean that the work isn't good or important, only that someone else may be called to do it. David's story reassures us that God is inviting us to rest in God's very presence and to listen for God's leading and not try so very hard to solve all the world's problems on our own. Those are comforting words in these busy days leading up to Christmas. And my prayer is that you will find the rest and reassurance that God offers. Amen.